the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Golden Valley, Twin Cities Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Wally Hines in Washington. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam's hanging tough against calls to resign following discovery of that racist photo on his yearbook page. California Democrat Karen Bass is chair of the Congressional Black Caucus. I think he's been completely dishonest and disingenuous. He knew this picture was there and he could have come clean and talked to African-Americans that he's close to decades ago. Former Virginia Congressman Jim Moran telling ABC's This Week Northam should stay put. The governor says he will only step down if he thinks the controversy is interfering with him doing his job. The Pentagon, meanwhile, deploying thousands more troops to the U.S. border, just as President Trump considers declaring a national emergency to build that border wall. Five people dead after a small Cessna slammed into a Southern California neighborhood shortly after takeoff from Fullerton Airport yesterday. More details at srnnews.com. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah, I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't find. At Wellness Radio 1570, we've simplified the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Hope you enjoyed the mild weather over the weekend. A little sloppy today as we check your forecast from the Eagle Wellness Studios here on Wellness 1570. The wintry mix continues, mostly cloudy. Those temperatures fall to around 20 today. We'll see mostly cloudy. Five for the overnight low tonight. And then for tomorrow, partly cloudy and a high right around 20. Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio is next here on Wellness 1570. This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at OnCallRadio.com. Lynn in Huntsville, Alabama writes, Dr. Ace, I'm a proud parent of three school-aged children. What can I do to keep them healthy this cold and flu season? One thing you want to do is make sure everybody's taking plenty of vitamin D. They found that vitamin D is the number one vitamin that will keep viruses and bacteria out of the body and fight against that and keep the immune system strong. So get a little blood test. You can get that done with their pediatricians, and you want to make sure their blood value numbers are between about 40 and 60 on the blood test. Cod liver oil is really good for them to take. It'll keep omega-3 fats, vitamin A, and vitamin D all through the cold and flu season to keep them off gluten. Gluten is a protein found in most grains and the casein protein in milk. Get those together and everybody should be healthy this cold and flu season. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-708-3091. 800-708-3091. That's 800-708-3091. What would you do if time and money were unlimited? Imagine taking that trip with the family, not having to deal with traffic every day. Hmm, maybe even retiring early. What is keeping you from making these dreams a reality? Is it the lack of trust you have with your advisor or your mutual funds and 401ks that continue to underperform? 
Take control yourself and learn how the financial market can work to your advantage. You have worked way too hard for your money to let it go. Create extra income and grow your retirement while you're still working and use as income into your retirement. Join us at Online Trading Academy for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250. Use keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about Man Up. I think I did a show a few months back called uh, Lead Like a Woman. And today, I'm calling it Man Up. So ladies, this does not mean you turn off the radio. Ladies, you want to listen uh, as much as any man does, uh, because I speak the truth. Uh, we're not politically correct. Uh, I'm not uh, saying things uh, for itchy ears and to, to make you feel good. Uh, that's one thing we do here at Like It Matters Radio. We speak the truth. Remember, Jesus said the truth will set you free, but I think it was Charles Garfield that said first, uh, it's going to make you miserable. And today we're going to talk about man up, you know, uh, uh, Gillette, I will never buy another Gillette product ever again. I'm uh, praying that uh, all you men and women out there boycott Gillette. Because uh, Gillette did a terrible politically correct commercial where they basically took uh, everything that seems masculine and basically made it bad and said, men, you don't need to act this way. I mean, the people who buy their products, like I believe the majority of their business is men, and then they buy in the loony lefts. Uh, it just stuns me. It stuns me. Uh, how they think that that's the right thing to do. You attack the people who you want to buy your product. You know, I, I, I was hired a company, uh, U.S. Business Solutions, and their goal is to uh, help us get grant money. You know, we're working to get grant money for the radio show. Uh, and these people, are, it's a joke. Uh, it's a, I don't know, they might help some people. But the whole thing's a joke. Uh, it's it's it, it's insulting, and uh, we got our money back. But when I was complaining to the guy, because one of the guys, the grant writer, who hadn't done anything for me, been there for four months, he thought uh, uh, I complained too much, so he fired me. He basically said, "You know what? I'm not going to work with you. This is a guy I'm paying. Uh, uh, well, I don't need customers like you. Uh, we're going to get you another person." And so I, I couldn't believe this. So I, I attempted to get my money back, and I called customer service, complained, and all they did was defend this guy. And I'll never forget uh, this guy, uh, Juan, in the customer service, talked to me, talked to my wife, uh, probably four conversations totally. Uh, never once acknowledged my, my frustration. Never once. But what he did say at least ten times is, quote, uh, well, the customer's not always right. You know, I was telling U.S. Business Solutions, you know, you might think that way. The customer's not always right, but I wouldn't make it your mission statement. I wouldn't tell someone in customer service to tell people who are angry, who are upset, uh, 10 times in the conversation. Customer's not always right. Customer's not always right. Customer's not always right. That might be a true statement, but that sure shouldn't be your mission statement. Sure shouldn't be your tagline for doing business. And that's the same type of thing, you know, to be attacked. Uh, by people that you're paying. Uh, no, thank you. And so Barbasol uh, did an ad, uh, and it was incredible. It's uh, like a World War II era. It's 1944. Uh, it's, uh, you know, the, here's a guy fighting in the streets of Germany or France, you know, World War II era guy, and it's a uh, grandpappy, and he's talking to his grandson uh, about uh, what how real men fight, and uh, just a great commercial. Uh, why don't we go ahead and play that commercial for him now? Hey, buddy, it's your great granddad here. In case you haven't noticed, I'm kind of busy fighting for your freedom in this little thing called the Second World War. But now, you're using that freedom to hurl insults at celebrities on Twitter? 
Listen, hashtag. You're not gonna fight like a man. You at least shave like a man. Excuse me. Stop LOLing everything. So true, right? Quit LOL and everything. I just love that. 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 You know, and so today we're going to talk about Mount Up. You know, I I, uh, I don't wear much jewelry. I'm just not a big fan of jewelry. I lose stuff pretty easy. Uh, but I have a Fitbit on my right hand so I can track how many steps I do in a class. You know, this last class I did, uh, class 195, team 195, uh, two and a half days, 12 people, ended with nine. Uh, in Thursday, Friday, and Saturday on my activity tracker, on my Fitbit, uh, I got 113,000 steps uh, doing Leadership Awakening uh, in a classroom environment. 113,000. Uh, that's two and a half uh, marathons, basically. Uh, 50,000 is a marathon. So 113,000 in a hotel meeting room, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That's how much I pour myself out. So I have a, a Fitbit tracker on one hand, and then I have a bracelet on the other hand that says, Man Up. That's all it says. And you know the cool thing? The Bible gives us a good definition uh, of what a man should be. It's in 1 Corinthians 16, 13 through 14. It says, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. I think there's a good standard that God gives us for how men are supposed to be. But let me read you a poem from Lance Landau. It says, real men. It's from all-creatures.org. He said, okay, so you're handy with your fist, are adept with a knife and a gun, and thus really know how to injure folk and mystery animals for fun. Well, you're simply just a big bully who actually weakness displays, a bully who has personal issues and who on other people preys. Therefore, you're not acting like a man at all, as real men don't act that way, but rather one's higher instincts not one's lower instincts choose to obey. Any fool can pump iron, puff out his hairy chest, and pridefully strut around. But a man who's a real man isn't so egotistical, muscle-bound. Yes, he may well have big-sized muscles, but a real man does not misuse them. In fact, a real man is one who any form of violence will condemn. You see, a real man is a protector, yes, the guardian of the weak. They being all those who are vulnerable and who help may well need to seek. And let me add, kicking someone when they're down is an unmanly thing too. A bullish, cowardly act, yes, such is just spineless, an evil thing to do. Such is simply the gang mentality, and such gangs are for weak men too. For real men can stand alone, they stand for what's right, and only right will do. A real man will use his head, his brains, not his fists, nor any weaponry, for real men embrace wisdom, display love and care, compassion and mercy. Yes, real men have a sound mind, a good heart, noble, gentle and kindly ways. And they only use brawn where it's right to, knowing that violence never pays. A real man treats women and children well, family, friends and strangers too. For he is good to all and only the ways of peace chooses to pursue. A real man is also a brick, a pillar, very law abiding too and is always truthful, faithful, trustworthy, one who the best for all will pursue. No, a real man isn't some bully, for he is far too manly for that. He's not some macho clod, stereotype, talebearer, wimp, or copycat. A real man's prepared to make sacrifices, lend a hand, put others first, because a real man chooses to die to self, do his best, and not his worst. And see, that's what we want to talk about today. What does it take to be a real man? Because you know what? There's a lot of people running around, a lot of little boys who've never known what it's like to be a man. And today we live in the world of the effeminate man. You know, men don't, are told not to be macho. Uh, men are told to be mellow. And because our natural instinct is that testosterone, you got some men with one foot in the real world, one foot in the make-believe world, and we've become marshmallow men. We're standing in between. We have no foundation. If you don't know what a marshmallow man is, you go out to one of those car dealerships and you see that uh, that thing that's outside strung up the car dealership and the wind blows through. It's like a sock puppet, but it's a dude and he's floating around, floating around, floating around. And that's what today's man has become because out of sheer confusion. 
Because if you go to any college campus, you'll see that all drugs are legal except for one. And that drug that's illegal is testosterone. Matter of fact, the only time today you hear the word masculinity is what's being attacked. And you got the left who hate Donald Trump and they hate men. They hate white men. Uh, if you're a gay man, you're okay. Uh, if you're a black man, you're okay. Uh, but if you're a white man, uh, boy, everything that's ever happened in this world is your fault. And you know, ladies, you pay the price because you get all these little boys who are growing up that don't know what it means to be a man, and you pay the price. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about man up. What are those qualities of a real man? Here's what a pastor, Here's what a pastor from North Carolina, who served for 33 years, said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows, and I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned. And it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Question, do you have a health insurance plan you are not happy with? Well, Bethany and Jason thought they were stuck. Their plan just kept getting more expensive, and Bethany's favorite doctor didn't even take that plan anymore. And then some friends at church told them about MediShare. With our previous insurance, we were paying $1,200 a month. With MediShare, we now pay around $600 a month. Yes, they're paying $600 less per month, and that's a pretty typical savings with MediShare. And they actually like MediShare more. I was able to go back to my original doctor that I absolutely loved, and it's just been an absolutely beautiful thing being a part of MediShare. Yeah, so they pay a lot less, and they like it more. No wonder MediShare is growing so fast. Find out more. They're super easy to talk to. All you have to do is call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-B-I-B-L-E, 844-41-BIBLE. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we are talking about manning up. Manning up. You know, what are those qualities that make a man a man? Today, it is so confusing. The only safe group of people to attack outside of Christians are men specifically white men. You know, if you're a gay man, you got to pass because gay is cool, gay is in, gay is the most protective uh, of the species right now. And if you're a black man, of course, black is in as well. So uh, you're pretty well covered. But outside of that, boy, if you're a man, uh, you are blamed for everything. And so what does it mean to be a man? What does a man look like? What does a man act like? What does a man sound like? How does a man fight? Hey, buddy, it's your great-granddad here. In case you haven't noticed, I'm kind of busy fighting for your freedom in this little thing called the Second World War. But now, 
You're using that freedom to hurl insults at celebrities on Twitter? Listen, hashtag, you're not gonna fight like a man. You at least shave like a man. Excuse me. Stop LOLing everything. I love that commercial. <laughs> so true. You know, here's Grandpappy, you know, fighting a battle. You know, when they fought in World War II, a lot of these kids were, were 18, 19, 20 years old. They were kids. And I believe that I think it was uh, Peter Jennings that wrote a book, The Greatest uh, the greatest of All, you know, The Greatest Generation, I think it was called. I truly believe the World War II uh, generation, the people that fought World War II, uh, that was the greatest generation. Uh, our country came together. Uh, women went in the workforce and built a military army that uh, was hard for anybody to even compete with. And so we came together as a country. We, we shone. We shined bright. Uh, it was so powerful. But, you know, a lot's changed since then. You know, uh, Titler, there's a, something called a Titler cycle. It shows you how we go from bondage back to bondage through a series of steps. And uh, here we are right back there again going back into bondage. You know, but you want to know this problem's been happening a long time. It was uh, after World War II when we won and we became the superpower uh, you know, I think some things shift. I don't know. But I got this book uh, from Steve Farr. It's called Standing Tall. And in there, he makes a, a note uh, about the fall of men. I want to address it. He says, you remember the lowest common denominator, don't you? It's the single most important principle to successfully uh, working fractions. It is also very effective in working fractures, fractured children, fractured families, and fractured nations. I believe that if you look at every major pressing social issue in this country, whether it's teenage pregnancy, child abuse, drive-by shootings, teenage suicide, or the divorce rate, and reduce each of these problems to its lowest common denominator, you will find in each case the same root cause, lack of male leadership. goes on to say, with every major social problem in America, somewhere and in some way a father has failed to give leadership to his family. That's the root cause of every pressing social issue in this country. The deterioration of our culture has accelerated dramatically because fathers who are willing to lead are in the minority. And that's the lowest common denominator. Daniel Patrick Moynihan observed this fact in 1965. Do you realize this was almost 55 years ago? Daniel Patrick Moynihan was a U.S. senator. I think it was from uh, Washington, but he was uh, he was Democrat. So here's what he said in 1965, 55 years ago. From the wild Irish slums of the 19th century, eastern seaboard to the riot-torn suburbs of L.A., there's one unmistakable lesson in American history. Quote, a community that allows a large number of young men and women to grow up in broken families, dominated by women, never acquiring any stable relationship to male authority, never acquiring any set of rational expectation about the future, that community asks for and gets chaos. Chaos. That word accurately describes what is coming in our country because of the breakdown of male leadership. When authority breaks down first in the home and then consequently in the nation, chaos is the inevitable and frightening result. And that's from the book Standing Tall. Standing Tall by, uh, who was that, uh, Steve Far Farrar. And by the way, there's a lot of good Christian books out there about men and our role. You know, John Eldridge wrote a couple. Wild at Heart was the first one. Where he talks about, you know, a man and what are those activities of man and how do you get, uh, you know, brought into the manhood. And he's all in about going out hunting and fishing and all that. Not my cup of tea. I'm going to be honest with you, ladies, men out there. Uh, I'm not a hunter. I'm okay. I own guns. Uh, I'm part of the NRA. I'm a member of the NRA. Uh, I, I, most of my friends hunt. I just don't like to kill things. Uh, I'm not a fisher either. I hate fish. Uh, and I don't want to pull a fish off thing and cut him open and clean his guts out and all that. Just not interested in it. But it does go back to what makes a man. Uh, Steve Farrar told you, great book, Standing Tall. Uh, Stephen Archiburn, uh wrote a great series called Every Man's Battle. Again, about uh, how sexual promiscuity and how, uh, you know, uh, out, of, uh, uh, out of marriage sex is being pushed on men. And it's our weakness, every man's weakness. So there's lots in the, in the Christian world. Uh, about men and what a real man's supposed to be. And if you think about it, like I said, the Bible tells us pretty clear. Tells us pretty clear. Uh, 1 Corinthians 16, 13 through 14. It's the only piece of jewelry I wear. It's a, it's a wristband. And it's plastic, rubber, whatever you want to call it. And it has 1 Corinthians 16, 13 through 14 in it. 
says, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Let all you do be done in love. Now, there's also another route you can go to the Bible to find out what a man's supposed to be. It's called the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is a biblical term that sums up nine attributes of a person uh, who live in accord with the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's in the fifth uh, uh, chapter of the book of Galatians in the New Testament. And it says this, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Isn't that powerful? I mean, think about any man acting that way would definitely show his qualities as a man, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Man, I would love to have had a father like that. I would love to have a mentor like that. And by the way, the fruit is contrasted with the works of the flesh which precede them. And this is what it says, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, and revelings. See, that is not only today's man, that's today's woman. That's the uh, the earth dweller. Uh, that's today's uh, uh, member of the Democratic Party and, and most of them too, the Republican Party. Think about that. That is the that is the lot for the day. That's the menu for the day, right? You look around the world. Look around all these people that you guys follow. Look around all these politicians. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings. Wow. And by the way, Catholic tradition follows the Vulgate version of Galatians. It lists 12 fruits of the Spirit. Charity, joy, peace, patience. Benignity, benignity, which is kindness, goodness, uh, longanimity, longanimity, wow, generosity, mildness, which is gentleness, faith, modesty, contingency, self-control, continency, self-control, and chastity. Wow. Incredible. So what is a man? We got to man up, and why does it matter? It matters, ladies and gentlemen, because when men fail to lead, countries fall apart. When male men fail to lead, families fall apart. And I got this article a couple years ago. So the disaster is looming for American men. It's by Lawrence Summers. Over the weekend, the Financial Times published my review of Nicholas Eberston's important new book, Men Without Work. The core message is captured in the graph below. It says, quote, job, job description. I'm sorry, job destruction caused by technology is not a futuristic concern. It is something we have been living with for two generations. A simpler linear trend suggests that by mid-century, about a quarter of men between 25 and 54 will not be working at any moment. I think this likely is a substantial underestimate unless something is done for a number of reasons. First, everything we hear and see regarding technology suggests the rate of job destruction will pick up. Think of the elimination of drivers and of those who work behind cash registers. Second, the gains in average education and health of the workforce over the last 50 years are unlikely to be repeated. Third, to the extent that non-work is contagious, it is likely to grow exponentially rather than at a linear rate. And fourth, declining marriage rates are likely to raise rates of labor force withdrawal, given that non-work is much more common for unmarried men than married men. Interesting. On the base of these factors, I expect that more than one-third of all men between 25 and 54 will be out of work at mid-century. Wow. Very likely, more than half of men will experience a year of non-work at least one year out of every five. This would be in the range of the rate of non-work for high school dropouts and exceeds the rate of non-work for African Americans today. We will, will we be able to support these people and a growing retired share of the population? What will this mean for the American family, for prevailing ethics of self-reliance, for alienation and support for toxic populism? These are vital questions. Even more vital is the question of what is to be done. And ladies and gentlemen, it's a pandemic going on out there. Men are falling apart. Men are told they don't matter. And I'm going to tell you right now, men, you matter. Women matter too. Black Lives Matter. Why, why do we have to say something to everybody? If, if we say that blue lives matter, somehow we're saying black lives don't matter. Why? If we say all lives matter, somehow we're downplaying that black lives matter. Which part of all don't you get? 
All people should be treated fairly. Not just women, not just men. That's a women's march. The hatred, the vitriol, the bitterness, all attacking men. I can give you a list, a list, of list of accusations against men that were found out to be not true. There's a lot of bad things out there. Men doing bad things to people. Women doing bad things to people. But men, I got to tell you right now, you matter. When men stop leading, when men believe they don't matter, they disappear. They stop leading and families fall apart and countries fall apart. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about manning up. What does it mean to be a man? What are the qualities of a good man, a caring man, a compassionate man, a loving man? So today on Like It Matters Radio, time to man up. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to St. Louis February 7th through the 9th. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAB Audiovisual. WNAB Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services. So your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at WNAV-video.com. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, April 4th through the 6th. Go to likeitmatters.net. Click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about man up. Men, you matter. We live in a world that's telling you men you don't matter. Ask any woman in a good marriage and they'll tell you that men matter. Ask any child who had a good childhood and who was brought up and told how to live their life like it matters and they'll tell you men matter. You ask the military about men matter. You ask the founding fathers, men matter. You ask Dr. King and the civil rights movement, men matter. I'm not saying women don't matter. Of course women matter. They're a, the reason for men's existence is women. <laughs> of course they matter. You bring life. You are our partners. 
uh, most men would die for their wife, would die for their bride, would die for their, would uh, do everything they can. Actually, the old days when men were allowed to be macho, where men were allowed to open the doors for a woman, where men were allowed to to protect their wives, where men were allowed to uh, show chivalry, where men were allowed because it wasn't considered looked down upon. It was it was the gentleman thing to do. You opened a door for a woman. Uh, you let a woman go first. Uh, you treated her with respect. You held your tongue around a woman. You didn't use profanity around a woman. Boy, that's such terrible time. Those are terrible times when, when men treated women like that. That's what a man's supposed to do. And so today, we're going to go through this problem of what's going on with men, and then we're going to go through what does it mean to be a man? What are those qualities of a man? And I want to get perspective from male perspective and female perspective. But you got to know there's a dilemma. For years, men have been put down, whether you're talking about Simpsons, uh, Leave it to Beaver. You know, uh, men are just uh, married with children. They make buffoonery out of men. They make a buffoonery out of men. And uh, we're told we don't matter today. Matter of fact, you go to any college campus, you can you can snort, uh, snort cocaine, uh, you can smoke crack, you can smoke pot, you can drink yourself to death, you can have all the sex you want with all the people you want, all the animals you want. But you know, the only thing that's illegal outside of Trump, you're not allowed to say his name or write his name outside of that, is masculinity. Testosterone is the only illegal drug on a college campus today. And we're told the only time you hear that word, uh, it's called toxic masculinity. You know, uh, this was from November 7, 2016. It says universities work to purge male students of their toxic masculinity. It's from Roger Williams University. Universities across the nation are taking steps to actively purge male students of what's been labeled toxic masculinity. Examples abound of camp, camp, campuses hosting training sessions, group meetings, lectures, and other programs to effectively cleanse what many campus leaders and left-leaning scholars contend is an unhealthy masculinity in young men today. On ca- campus, toxic masculinity is often blamed for sexual violence, body shaming, a hyper-masculinized uh, sporting culture, acts of domestic terrorism, and much more. For example, a class at, class at Dartmouth College this semester the Orlando syllabus identifies so-called toxic masculinity as playing a role in the mass murder spree at a Florida club during the summer. This despite the fact that the gunman, Omar Mateen, told police on the phone uh, as he committed the massacre, he did it on behalf of ISIS. Other instances of combating toxic masculinity on campus can be found at both the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, and Duke University, which launched programs specifically designed for male students to delve into violent masculinity and, quote, healthier masculinity and discuss issues like gender fluidity. How has the concept of masculinity contributed to the perpetration of violence in our society? Asked the UNC Men's Project website. Duke started a similar program this semester for male students to reflect upon topics such as patriarchy, male privilege, rape culture, pornography, machismo, and the language of dominance. At a mandatory freshman orientation training at Gettysburg College in August, male students had to watch a documentary which stated in part that the three most destructive words a boy can hear growing up is be a man. Did you hear that? You talk about, I mean, crippling an entire gender. That's what they said. The three most destructive words a boy can hear growing up is be a man. The freshmen also went through breakout sessions in which they were told mass shooting sprees are rooted in toxic masculinity. The Thrive Club, part of the Claremont College's consortium, which meets uh, as a safe place, safe space to talk about mental health, advertises that masculinity can be extremely toxic to our mental health, both to the people who are pressured to perform it and the people who are inevitably influenced by it. Isn't that incredible? Isn't that incredible? We're now telling basically boys and men that they're sick just because of how God made them. And yet we're going to talk to a transgender person or someone who chooses to sleep with someone of the same sex that that's just how you are. That's okay. We love you the way you are. Why do we love transgenders the way they are? Why do we love homosexuals the way they are? Why do we love people who are are overweight the way they are? Remember, you can't fat shame anybody more. If you're overweight and you take up two seats, now the world says you should rip into people who are thinner and who don't like to be obtruded on. 
So it's okay to be anything that God made you today, except it's not okay to be a man. And why does this matter? Because everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. You've got all these little kids growing up that are confused. I spent my college years wondering what does it mean to be a man? If I make a woman go, ah, ah, ooh, ooh, does that make me a man? If I bet enough women, does that make me a man? If I make enough money, does that make me a man? Uh, if I meet presidents to travel the world, is that, does that make me a man? If I'm famous, does that make me a man? No, don't you get it? And, you know, I would say some great men are the founding fathers. We got people from all over the world do everything they can to get into this country legally and illegally. You got people that will send their kids across the country with, with rape kits, knowing that they're going to be raped uh, four years old, six years old, giving up to strangers just to get into America. That country that so many Americans despise, that country that so many people want to put down. Think about the men who signed the Declaration of Independence. 56 men signed the Declaration of Independence. Today, we mock those men. Today, we tear down statues of those men because uh, they had slaves back then when it was legal. So here's what happened to the 56 men who signed the Declaration of Independence. Five signers were captured by the British as traitors, tortured, and died. Twelve had their homes ransacked and burned. Two lost their sons serving the Revolutionary War. Another had two sons captured. Nine of the 56 fought and died from wounds or hardships of the Revolutionary War. They signed and they pledged their lives, their fortunes, their sacred honor. What kind of men were they? 24 were lawyers and jurists. 11 were merchants. Nine were farmers and large plantation owners. Men of means, well-educated, but they signed the Declaration of Independence knowing full well that the penalty would be death if they were captured. Carter Braxton of Virginia, a wealthy planter and trader, saw his ship swept from the seas by the British Navy. He sold his home and properties to pay his debt, and he died a poor man in rags. Thomas McKeem was so hounded by the British that he was forced to move his family almost constantly. He served in the Congress without pay, and his family was kept in hiding. His possessions were taken from him, and poverty was his reward. Vandals or soldiers looted the properties of Dillery, Hall, Clymer, Walton, Gwinnett, Hayward, Rutledge, and Middleton. At the Battle of Yorktown, Thomas Nelson Jr. noted that the British General Cornwallis had taken over the Nelson home for his headquarters. He quietly urged General George Washington to open fire. The home was destroyed and Nelson died bankrupt. Francis Lewis had his home and properties destroyed. The enemy jailed his wife and she died within a few months. John Hart was driven from his wife's bedside as she was dying. Their 13 children fled for their lives. His fields and his gristmill were laid to rest. For more than a year, he lived in forests and caves, returning home to find his wife dead and his children vanished. Ladies and gentlemen, some of us take these liberties so much for granted, but we shouldn't. And see, ladies and gentlemen, that's what men, those are men that the world revered. Those are men, and today America mocks those men. Today, we have to change universities called George Washington University uh, because he's a man. He was a white man, and he owned slaves 200-plus years ago. See, ladies and gentlemen, we got to stop this because women are paying the price. Women are paying the price. You know, I hate to quote a cigarette commercial, ladies, but you've come a long way, baby, not in a good way. Women struggle with pornography just as much as men. You look at this women's march. You look at these liberals, these leftists. Look at a lot of these women that got elected to Congress uh, as Democrats this last election. The profanity, the F word, the, 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 they talk like drunken sailors, and that's cool. Uh, they can have sex with anybody they want as much as they want. Man, women, animal, and it's cool. Why is everything else cool? So, ladies and gentlemen, today we want to talk about man up. What does it mean to be a man? And I want to give you qualities. I want to give you qualities that make a man a man. You know, I got an article here, four qualities that make a real man. This is by a man. And he says, his name is John Kim. He says, men respond. He says, men look inward first. He says, men have a cause. He says, men take action. And then here's an article, eight qualities that define a great man. And this is by a woman. And she says, he's a gentleman. He's a direct man. He's a faithful man. He's a man of integrity. He's an honest man. Uh, He's a mature man. He's a self-confident man. He's a man with a good attitude, a positive attitude. And you know, it's hard to hit a mark that's not been established. 
You know, there's a saying out there. If it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, then it must be a duck. And today I'm posing a simple question. What makes a man a man? You know, I told you I don't have a lot of uh, jewelry. I don't wear a lot of jewelry. But what I do wear is wear a wristband on my left hand. And it says man up on one side. On the other side, it says be watchful. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. So based on 1 Corinthians 16, a man's supposed to be watchful. A man's supposed to be able to stand firm and have faith in God. A man is supposed to be strong. And a man is supposed to act as if he is a man. And then finally, wrapped all around it all, that everything that a man does should be done with love. And love is a verb. It's sacrificing. It's putting other people first. It's doing what you say you're going to do and saying what you're going to do. I am Mr. Black. Today on Like It Matters Radio, we'll talk about manning up. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at oncallradio.com. Janet in Lexington, Kentucky writes, Dr. Ace, I'm 58 and just had double bypass surgery. What can I do to maintain my heart health? Several things you can do. Diet is the key. Remember, food is our foundation. It's our best medicine. So start following the anti-inflammatory diet that's in my book, Empowering Your Health. Also, continue to exercise 30 minutes a day, five days a week, doing something you enjoy. Your body was designed to move, and you have to keep doing that. So find something you enjoy so you make sure to maintain that on a regular basis. Cod liver oil for your omega-3 fats, vitamin A, and vitamin D. And don't forget rest. Rest is a key. With our stressful lives, you have to maintain good, proper rest. Getting to bed before midnight is much better sleep than after midnight. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And please, if you miss any of this radio show, listen to the whole thing. This is important because, boy, if we don't start changing our thinking, if we don't start changing some of the things we're doing, boy, America will is no longer becoming recognizable. The America that everybody wanted to be like, the America that everybody wanted to come to, the America that everybody wanted to emulate is disappearing rapidly. Uh, you guys can hate on Trump all you want, all you, want, all you like, and go ahead and, and vote some left-wing loony into president next time that gives away all our money that uh, white people start paying, uh, you know, 
uh, retribution or whatever it's called, uh, restitution. <laughs> you can have uh, people, uh, men starting to disappear, uh, and only people uh, uh, that are homosexual, only people that are Muslims, only people that are color have any value at all. Uh, come on, people. we got to start changing things. This world's getting too weird. America's getting too weird. And we got to step up. we got to act like men and women of faith. got to act like men and women who know what this country was founded upon. And part of it is understanding the differences of men and women. You know, the Bible is pretty clear, you know, that men are called to love their wives like Christ loved the church. And in case you don't know what that means, uh, that means even when they're not lovable men. That means when you made a commitment, you love on her. Love's a verb. It's not a feeling. It's a verb. For God so loved the world, he did something about it. For you so love your wife that you do something about it. For you so love your kids, you do something about it. For you so love your country, you do something about it. So men are called to love their wives. Whether they're lovable or not has nothing to do with it. The deal we're making was with God. We made a deal with God that we would love her no matter what she did. That was the agreement. Just like he loves us no matter what we do. But women, you got to get this. Women are called to respect their husbands. And let me tell you why, ladies, if it matters. Because to a man, respect is love. See, it's all about appreciation. See, women need love. To them, love means they're appreciated means they have value men needs men need respect because to a man respect is shows they're appreciated shows you they're valued and so it's confusing what does a man look like what does a man act like if it walks like a duck it quacks like a duck it must be a duck so what does a real man look like what does a real man sound like well i got two articles one from a woman and one from a man so john kim with mindbodygreen.com says four qualities that make a, a, a man a real man he says, I learned that, uh, that what they all had in common was an absent father. He says, my goal in writing this post isn't to sell you on my definition of a man. It's to challenge your beliefs. He said, years ago, while working at a nonprofit and treating teenagers struggling with addiction, I learned that what they all had in common was an absent father. Either dad was not in the picture or he was emotionally unavailable. The result was blurred boundaries, low self-worth, and very little awareness. It caused anger and emotional voids that were filled with unhealthy habits. Look at uh, more than half of black children are born into a single-family household without the man around. Uh, and, and men are growing up, that, especially black men, too, that don't know what it means to be a man. Not all, just like all white men. I mean, some of you are going to look for anything to fight and argue about because, uh some of you need to lighten up, put your big boy pants on. You know, I mean, think, but look in the black community. Men are absent, absent fathers. But they're at the, the, they're at the, the, the bowling alley or they're at the, uh, the club and they're having drinks. They're, they're hitting on women. They're, they're sleeping around. They're listening to music that tells them to sleep around and to, to do this and do that. Men, hear this. The number one cause for abuse or molestation in the household is a man in the home who's not the father. Look it up. The number one cause for abuse and molestation is a man in the home who's not the father. You need to think about that before you get divorced because women, you share in your bed with people. As you get a divorce, you leave your husband or husband walks out and then you share your bed with somebody else and that person is in your house at all hours and has access to your kids. So we need to realize what does it mean to be a man? What does a man look like? What does a man act like? How do you be a man? And uh, John Kim says four things. One, men respond. He said, for 40 years I've been on this planet. Uh, he said, uh, most males don't think of how their words and actions will affect others. You gotta, it takes discipline, patience, maturity to filter oneself and think about others before one responds. You hear the verb? Men respond. Two, men look inward first. They're willing to examine their defects. They practice transparency and non-defensiveness. You hear that? Non-defensiveness. We're such a offended world. Everything is saying. What do you think the whole PC culture is about? What do you think uh, this whole privilege movement is about? It's all about offense. I deserve this. I deserve You can't talk to me this way. We need to put our big boy pants on. Cut, cut it with the snowflakes. China and Russia, our adversaries, must be laughing like this is the threat. We have no threat from these people. They get offended by someone saying a word. Please. Says they feel they, they, they don't try something they're not. Don't attempt to be something you're not. Look inward first. He said, number three, men have a cause. Something worth fighting for. It doesn't have to be to end world hunger. It can be to save a marriage. Fighting for one's position in life. Expressing art. Sharing gifts. And fourthly, says men take action. He said, boys complain, I have to admit. 
I have only recently made a choice to stop complaining when things don't go my way in life. Many habits like complaining and losing one's temper stem from undisciplined thinking and the inability to manage emotions. So that's what John Kim said. Now here's what a woman says. This woman's name, and I got this from, uh, where did I get this? Uh, her name is uh, Alex uh, uh, Matlock uh, from Elite. It's called Elite. So here are eight qualities. When searching for that someone special, it's always good to have an image of what he should be like. Okay? So, number one, he says he's a gentleman. A great guy needs to be polite, respectful, considerate, and attentive to a woman's needs. They also include a classic gentleman behavior, such as pulling a woman's chair, walking on the car side of the street, taking her coat. It says, number two, he's direct. Many men believe that if they constantly have this whatever attitude, women will suddenly fall in love with them. This is complete bogus, she says. Would you like to spend the time with a guy that dodges direct questions and moves his shoulders instead of giving an answer? No, otherwise you'd date a politician, right? Number three, she says he is faithful. Faithfulness may be one of the most important characteristics when it comes to a great man. Although you can never know for sure if this is the case or not, if you know he's been a cheater, it's best to stay away from him. Says he has integrity. Having integrity is another very important characteristic that makes a great man. This means he will stay true to his word and true to himself. If he tells you he's going to do something, he will do it. Says he is honest. Honesty is a great quality every single person should have, but it's often not that easy to find. A real honest man will tell you the truth and not just what you want to hear. It's incredible as simple as he is mature. Being mature means a man is able to take care of himself. And he approaches problems in a calm and collected manner. He understands the importance of being a man, being independent, and he values what he has. A mature guy doesn't have to be rich, but needs to know how to handle his money. He is self-confident. A good man will be confident in himself and who he is. This is an important characteristic in a good man because when they are self-confident, they are less likely to change who they are and to stay true to themselves. Says, lastly, he has a positive attitude. A good man should have a positive attitude, which may be difficult to find since we live in such a negative society. With a positive attitude, people will want to be around him and have fun being around him. See, when I went through this, my training, the last class I did, I had two people on Thursday interviewed, Mr. Uh, Mr. Hoffman and Mr. Schoen. And both these men uh, were living down to their potential. They weren't living up to their potential. One man was uh, abused by men of authority, sexually molested, and then has been running from men and wasn't being the man he was called to. And in my training, he cleaned that up, and now he's leading like a man. He's loving like a man. He's uh, helping other people like a man. And then Mr. Schoen, who his wife loves him, and he loves his wife. He's a man of God, but he didn't see his potential, didn't see what he was able to do. And so he was never living to his full potential, but now he is doing that. So let me tell you, I put a list together. I gave you eight qualities for a real man. Number one, a real man is meek. Meek is not weak. Meek is like a bridal stallion. It is power under control. So a real man is meek. A real man is empathic. A real man seeks to understand other people. A real man will walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. A real man is a teacher, a conduit, a pass-through agent. A real man wants to teach people how to do things. A real man wants to teach people how to think. A real man wants to help people to be all they can be. He's a teacher. A real man has emotional intelligence. He understands the right emotion at the right time for the right intensity, the right time for the right reason, direct to the right person. I use that example of a, a real man like Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was one of the most powerful men to ever walk this planet. And yet he cried over Jerusalem. He cried at the tomb of Lazarus. He cried out, his soul was unto death, he said. A real man has emotional intelligence. A real man is persistent, he doesn't give up. A real man is committed, he sees things through. No matter if it's easy or hard, his word is his bond. A real man is compassionate. He understands the needs, the fears, the doubts of other people and helps them overcome. And a real man defends the defenseless. Jesus said we're to love our neighbor, love the stranger, and love them as ourselves. That's what a real man is. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you be a real man so that the ladies in our life are blessed by getting the man that they deserve. A good man, a powerful man, a man who changes this world. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you 
When you live your life like it matters, it does. Stop LOLing everything! Healthcare in the United States has reached a critical impasse. Neither the commercial health plans nor either political party are proposing viable solutions to our national healthcare dilemma. Their focus for over 30 years has been on the management of healthcare delivery as the primary mechanism for containing costs. The result? Today, more is spent on the management of healthcare than on healthcare itself. Insurance premiums and deductibles have become unaffordable. What's needed? A radical departure from what has failed us. We need to abandon the management of healthcare delivery and focus on the management of healthcare finance. Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, has developed a viable, market-oriented solution to provide high-quality healthcare at affordable prices. This will revolutionize healthcare in the United States. Learn more at sustainablehealthcarereform.org and obtain Dr. Trobiani's book, Sustainable Healthcare Reform, Harnessing the Power of Capitalism to Fund Our Social Needs. Join the American Healthcare Revolution at sustainablehealthcarereform.org. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.